Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Peace and love and blessings and salute and man, oh man. What can I say? Um, you know, we are in the blessed uh, days of Ramadan and I am a big fan of this incredible artist, human being. And uh, I'm using this um, buckle up situation to even get to know her more and uh, tell you guys, you know, tell you about her more. Um, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, an incredible road musician and composer. She was born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, she is from Philistine. Um, for me, um, you know, she's one of our heroes and you'll know why now because of what she represents and what she wants to do and um, everything that she stands for. So we're going to say Assalamu Alaikum Clarissa Bitar. Hi, how are you? Salam, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, thank you for all the kind words. You are too oh. kind. I appreciate it so much. Um, well, yeah, it's I'm facts, so fam. It's facts. You are incredible. Um, first question, I think, is the most obvious in terms of like uh, the oud player. Look, there are two instruments that I really love. Now, I can't play them, but I love. It's the oud and the qanun. Um, <laughs> why? Because it's like the, the you know, Arab, uh, you know, there's, the, there's a lot of um, um, a lot of that culture. So with you, how is the, the, your, your love story with the oud started? How did it all start with you? Yeah, it's funny. Um, I totally feel the same way about the kanun and Oud. You know, I'm waiting to get a kanun one day, inshallah, as soon, so I can <laughs> mess up with that. But the Oud was funny for me. Um, I kind of fell into it pretty randomly, uh, the way it happened. I went to college at UC Santa Barbara, and I went in as a biology major. And, uh, you know, they're like, you be doctora. Exactly. So I thought I'd go do biology. And then I took a in like an intro to a world music course that was just kind of a randomly tie set. They said it's specialized in music from the Middle East and, and India. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And I, I grew up as a, you know, starting when I was like 10 years old as a guitar player. Mm. So I always grew up as a guitar player, playing a lot of like classic rock and different things. Um, always trying to make my guitar sound like, <laughs> like play out of music on it. And I never like until I realized, oh my goodness, this has frets and we have 24 notes per octave. And we've got these quarter tones and all these things about it. But basically, I I took that course and um, there was a professor there of ethnomusicology, an American guy. Um, his name is Dr. Scott Marcus. Shout out and to Dr. Scott. Scott Marcus, yeah, he's a professor of ethnomusicology, and he was like, I give Oud lessons, so anyone's interested, this is, you know, their Oud, and out, like, the second I saw, of course, you know, like, I grew up around this music, like, my grandfather, Ali Hamo was always playing Abdul Wahab, mm. and just, you know, my father, too, singing all the time around me, so it's such a familiar thing for me, and when I saw the Oud, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna take lessons, and I remember I, I called my dad, and I was like, Baba, I'm going to start taking Oud lessons. He's like, what? Oud? He's like, Baba, it's different than guitar. It's not the same. Like, oh, and I was like, all right, no, I got to practice so hard so I uh. can show up and I can play it. And then I kind of just fell in love with it. You know, it's just mm. this thing that to me, like five hours would go by. I didn't realize I've been playing that long. You know, <laughs> just like a real, just a 
a relationship I developed with the instrument. I just really fell in love with it. It's incredible. You, you say it was more like a, when you, when you told your dad, like the Oud and it was like a, would you say like more like a challenge? Like then you fell yeah. in love with it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm such a, if somebody tells me no, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to show you. You know, like it was like that. Right. Okay. Wow. So I was like, no, nah, I got to show you. And then, you know, when I saw their reaction and I saw like my, my grandparents reaction when I played for them and it, when it was such a special thing for me and like to be able to, you know, bring back so many good memories for them and yeah. things like that music does. It was just, it was really beautiful for me to have that connection and to share that with people. Can I, and it's something mm, I love about it. Can I be totally honest with you? The thing is with, 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 uh, with what you stand for and how you do it, I think it's truly important you work, especially for young people. Because a lot of people would associate stuff like that only for a certain caliber or a certain age. And mm. for me, I'm just, I'm so proud of you already. I'm, 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 I'm honored that we have someone like you. Um, what, what, what are the sort of reactions you get from young people? Yeah, young people, they're usually a lot of times they're like surprised, you know, that I'm into it. But then they're kind of interested and they're like, so can I learn it? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you can totally learn it, you know? <laughs> So that's been a cool thing to see kind of like uh, I, I always wanted to give people, you know, especially because I'm in Los Angeles and there are a lot yeah. of people in diaspora that don't have access to it a lot of times. And I would not have had access unless I like randomly stumbled upon Scott Marcus and he was like, you know, I want your own lesson. So I always try to like make it a little more accessible for people to say like, yeah, if you want to learn it, like it's something you can learn. And it's not something that like only Amos do. You know, a yeah. lot of people play it. I like, like that. I like that. I like, yo, so, I like that. You should put that on a shirt or something like that. Not only I'm with do. I like, I like that. No, that's perfect, actually. Uh, and um, yeah, that's incredible. Um, okay, so um, your 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 journey in terms of um, you know starting to play and stuff like that, um, and 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 getting into it. How how does the family see it now um, after you know after this time and after the things that? So looking back at that first moment, you know you know oh is not guitar and now what how is it like yeah they're totally like i'm so blessed they're so supportive you know the whole family is so supportive and uh, they really love it like as much as i do and i'm, I'm really blessed to have that situation because mm. you know they're always like really encouraging and helping my relationship with the music grow as well because they're always like have you heard this song or clarissa come listen to this and like you know, so they're, they're just super, super supportive. And I'm really blessed for that now. So like mm. they, the initial skepticism was definitely not something they kept with them. Eventually they came around and they really, really like, I think um, I'm very lucky to have such a supportive the, family. The, um, somehow, you, uh, you know, um, I'm sure you've been told that before. You're like a bridge as well because of, of you know, kind of connecting, you know, obviously born and raised in um in, in, in California, but you're, you know, from Philistine now, how, in, in what way, what are you, like, you know, obviously you studied music and you, you even, um, an emphasis on, um, ethnomusicology, I hope I'm saying right, right. Which is like, you know, like the, the, which is, wow, it's, it's incredible. This is the, the study of the culture in music, right. Or. Yeah, exactly. It's like kind of like musical anthropology. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, <yeah>. that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's really, um, it's been cool to kind of be in the position that I'm in because I'm blessed to work with like a lot of artists that are doing like new stuff that they mm. want to incorporate Oud with. And so I've kind of been in this like really cool position where it's like trying to see how do I mix the like 
old styles and like these, you know, different makamat and all these beautiful melodies that we have, then bring them into these like new song forms that make people are like, oh, wow, this is fresh. You know, I like that. Is How so, challenging is that? Um, well, sometimes it can be challenging if um, because a lot of the music in Western music, it does. They don't want to use those like quarter notes, those like half flats and those half, yeah. which are some of the most beautiful notes for me. In, in the Arab music, you know, it's just like, those are some, some of the most emotional notes. And sometimes when you throw them into a song where like that song is built off of something that doesn't have those notes in it, it can sound a little wonky. So the challenge has been trying to like find a way to incorporate some of the more like obscure makamat that might not be like as typical to go to, because there's a lot of makamat that don't have the, the quarter notes, so you can use them easily, but then it kind of becomes like a funneling where you only are using like sticking to those certain ones, you know what I mean? Facts. Yeah, yeah I, lo so. I love that you said that. I, I one one uh, like I had a brief conversation with Ibrahim Malouf one time on Twitter, and I think uh, he mentioned something like, um, he mentioned like something like that. And I think his work is also incredible. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Ibrahim. He's, um, um, when it comes to when it when it comes to this instrument, uh, let tell me how important is it for us as Arabs to just, because I love it. Like I just. We we love it, and 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 even in Ramadan, to to be honest with you, even the love for it increases more. Like you know, I'm in the UAE right now. It's the only thing that is allowed to play. Um, <laughs> do you do you do you like or not like that sometimes oud is played in that box? Because for me, when I see you, it's also an an art. It's not only best something. Now it's time to do this. Like it's I love what you're doing because you're kind of you're pushing the border. That you know, yeah. it's not only just when it's like time to relax or Islamically or religion or just that vibe? Yeah, the Oud is, I mean, it's so much part of our culture that it's been like used in so many contexts and it's really become such a like symbolic, mm. like even when you see something they're putting Arab instruments on, you'll see a Fanun, you'll see an Oud, you know, those are like, those are the very traditional instruments. So even like the violin that we use and incorporate is not something and like we had the Kamenja before, the, a different style one that we brought that in. So the Oud is like, and the Kanun are very like, you know, mm. they have that history for us. And so it's very like important that I like, I feel, I feel very strongly that it's important for me to respect the traditional stuff and mm. to show like to my teachers and to a lot of those people that I very much respect that I'm like very much a student of that. And I like, respect the tradition 100%, but I also want to be somebody that's pushing those boundaries and like, you know, taking it into new new spaces because it's also like, um, you can get kind of like, almost like a dog chasing your tail where you want to just keep preserving what's historical and then you kind of never push that boundary into something new, wow. you know? And I think that's something I, I, I'm really cautious of because I don't want to be like only seen as somebody that just cares about preserving what's, so precious to us because i'm totally about that but i just yeah. and I, that's why i kind of like in my earlier stuff i kind of kept to a more traditional style because i wanted to like appeal to be like say i know this stuff <laughs> like i'm a student of this stuff too yeah. but now i'm feeling a little more like i can move into other directions mm. to like because i feel like i've you know shown that i respect the tradition in that way mashallah i like you with that um okay so this is a when when i uh showed your profile to a couple of people the first thing they they said oh wow i mean i mean you know she you know, she she played like she played incredible, but like they they're they're like they're so used to men playing the oud. I'm like, yeah, but she's mashallah great. Have you <laughs> ever faced this discussion? I for me, I'm pretty sure you know, but for me, it's a male female, especially with rap. 
MC. It don't matter. Happen to be a, a girl or, you know, a, a woman or a man. It don't matter. The skill is what it is. But 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 I'm sure you got into a discussion when it when it comes to that. And I was even talking to a couple of friends like it's just why is it so weird if a woman plays the oud? I don't get it, but I don't know if you understand where I'm coming from or where they come uh, from. I feel you 100 percent. Uh, I've gotten so many, <laughs> so many times people are so confused, like, why would you pick this? And I'm like, because I, I fell in love with it. They were like, but this is a masculine instrument. The term is a masculine instrument. Yeah. Is a, they told you that oud is a masculine yeah, instrument? Yeah, and I'm like, what's masculine about the instrument? You know, so people have this like idea about it, you know, like some instruments more feminine like maybe a violin that's considered more feminine nah. for people. that's acceptable for like a, a girl to do about playing your own it's like no but i've gotten that before one time this guy for a gig he's like oh and i heard it and i was like oh, what, what did he say he's like like before i was gonna play and i was like all right i'm gonna show you and after he was enjoying it he was enjoying it so I've, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely gotten that shock sometimes and i don't know why it's just it's been a thing i guess i think in the past I, yeah. what, what i've read in the history that it used to be more of a thing that more women played road yeah and then for some reason it kind of fell out of, of being a very common thing but yeah i've definitely gotten that type of reaction before i i just like no, but yeah, yeah, for, for, yeah. I think this is also an educational thing where you, خلاص, a person is good at what they do. It don't matter what the gender is, and I think it's just, and and I per, personally, for me, I think it's even more. Um, sometimes I'm, 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 yeah. I think it's even stronger the way you're doing it, mashallah, like you know. Um, okay, so your your own typical, uh, your your own work as as Clarissa right now. Like if if I go on your Spotify, you'll 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 see some. You know some th- some some uh, project that you put out. Um, for me, I was just telling you off air that I was um, I kind of have belly dancing on on wounds, which is uh, a collaboration project that you've done with uh, Mohammed Al Kurd, um, a Palestinian poet, right? Um, and and you know you obviously you're, you're there. And then you also released uh, it was was it an EP that's called uh, what is it called? Bayat Bayat Bayat. Yeah, it's it's named after that Makan Bayati, and it was kind of like a little. Um... Kind of like just an educational thing, but also a fun little like, you know, what's this set that you could listen to all in one makam. Kind yeah. Of like yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I just that took me somewhere. Just thinking about it now also takes me somewhere. So so now when, when it comes to you um, d- doing this, w- what's 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 for the future for Clarissa? Like, what is it that you want to? Uh, um, to get out of this in terms of like, because I know that your passion is to also teach, teach about the culture, our, our, our Arab culture, our rich Arab culture, that sadly mm-hmm. sometimes only what people see in it is few snippets um, yeah. from commercials and, and just, you know, that could be silly sometimes, but we are so rich. It's crazy. Like when I spoke to LL Cool J, he kept telling me that you guys have so much tradition, culture, Arabi. Um, yeah, and he, you know, he was talking about the rappers or Arabs who are performing in English mainly and who are based here. And we had that discussion, which was very interesting. Um, so what's the future for Clarissa? Like, what are you looking forward um, to do? Um, well, I definitely like for, you know, I definitely love to keep teaching and like mm. keep that, that access to people and to like still have be a resource um, so people can learn about our music and you know especially for people here in diaspora like i think that's really important 
And um, I also like, I've been, you know, getting, you know, getting more into producing and getting more into like putting my mixing my roots into other song forms. So yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, I have a project that I'm going to release next month, inshallah, and that it's going to be um, a mix of more traditional and a, and a pushing envelope a little bit, not as traditional with some of the songs. Ooh. And then after that, I any, have any, uh, any, any name on that one? Like, well, uh... yeah, the name, uh, I'm actually going to call it Hassan Sabi. <laughs> Hassan Sabi. Yeah, uh, that's my whole life. You know, they always called me Hassan Sabi because I was always more of just tomboy and always, you know, outside doing things. And so this is a very personal album. It's almost like each song is on like a, like a message to to like somebody in my family, to like my once to two to my grandmother and to Love these two things. So I ca I called it that of this endearing thing because they always would call me that, and mm. it's kind of like this way of reclaiming that and. Uh, My, my wow. grandma wasn't happy that I was calling it that, but then she understood. <laughs> when, when, when will this drop? That's going to drop in May, inshallah. So, oh, now, uh, okay. After, after Ramadan, yeah. Um, and then and I'm going to be, I'm, is it going to be, sorry, is it going to be on streaming and the services and stuff yeah. like that? Okay. Yeah, cool. it'll be on all the streaming platforms. I'm pretty, I'm done with the whole project right now. It's just in mixing and then like finalizing, you know, the, you know, the album cover and all that stuff. But, It's uh, it's an exciting project for me, and then after that, I have another project that's lined up that I'm I'm gonna call it Harakat, I think, and that's Harakat. Yeah, that's just gonna be beats that I've produced, just tons of beats with just Sarah over it, and just you know, oh. mess with, uh, how it sounds. Oh no, you didn't, Clarissa, you didn't <laughs> say that. Oh my god, that's that's like what kind of beats though? Like, um, I mean, there's a lot of hip hop beats, mostly oh. hip hop beats. Um, yeah, and to, yo, this, hip but it's a lot of hip hop. And I'm in the uh, process. I've been mixing around with even some of like the Afro beat stuff because it mixes really well with Ooh. with the Arud. So I, we'll, we'll see. I have a lot of options in the mix right now, but I'm excited for that project. You got to send me some like later on. <laughs> I got to hear. I can't. Sure. My excitement level is too big right now. There's no way. Oh, my God, fam. <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to keep you for long, but I know that you worked with some incredible names that we all love from, mashallah, Omar Fendim, who is also one of our heroes, Muna uh, Haider, Eliana, mashallah, Rutana. You worked with Rutana, like the Saudi artist Rutana? Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, you know, mashallah, shout out to Rutana. And, um, uh, um, and that's just incredible. So now, um, who, if there's an opportunity for you to work with anyone in the world, um, mm. And they're somehow watching this on YouTube right now. <laughs> Who would it be? <laughs> yeah, Someone you haven't had the, the pleasure to work with before. Um, you know, there's a lot of really talented artists that are coming out. Um, I really think like somebody like Abir, um, who's coming mm. out in like the pop scene, and like she's I've I've heard a lot of her music, and I I'm like I could put some really cool. She I love that you said that. When when I talked to her, she actually spoke about it and how she. Her, her latest album was um, she started to get in touch back with her roots and, you know, um, yeah, and you just going back to the to, to the culture and, and how incorporating. So that she's in the mind space now. So, right. um, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like totally I, I want to like those are like. I mean, those are really exciting projects for me because that's where I kind of get to push the envelope a little bit on the creativity and see what's, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to come up for this. So definitely any any type of uh, artist looking to put some old, fresh old on the track, you can hit me up. 
Wallahi, I don't know what to say. I'm inspired by just talking to you. It feels like I want to I wanna work with you, fam. You know, I'm starting <laughs> to drop music because I'm, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to be like, I had a DJ Khaled dropping music, but I really want to feel, I feel oh, like I, um, I feel like, but we can't, um, what, what's beautiful about music is like not forcing things. And, and you know, when, when, when things happen, happen just like that, I'm just chilling in here. Uh, obviously it's around 1230 or 1245 here in the UAE. And I just heard this and I was like, I need to talk to this incredible person right now. I don't know. I'm just, I'm gonna hit you up and like, you know, boom. And then, you know, I just, yeah, I have so much love and respect for you. Or like Larissa, you, you mean so much. And I wanted to come on here and, and, and give you, um, you know, your flowers and, 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 and tell you that we appreciate you. We appreciate everything that you, that you do and wish you all the best. Even my son is here. Ahmed, come say hi. Live, live. Where let's say Clarissa. Hi, Ahmed. Clarissa. Please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so God bless you, sis. Wallahi, I wish you all the best. And, uh, um, I wanted to see you. You don't have a oud next to you, do you? I do. I actually do. <laughs> oh, she does. I do. Allah, I don't know how the sound will be like. I'm, I'm, I'm done with my questions. But do you think? I don't know. Can we? Can we see if anything can come out of it? Like, let's Oh, it's, it's therapy. Wallahi, anti. Wallahi, it's therapy. Um, how, if, if someone wants to learn the oud, what is the, like, uh, yeah, any how, yeah, any, I don't know. Like, because I, I, I don't know if I'm over exaggerating it at this point, but I really feel it takes me places. It, t mm. it takes me back to the authentic, you know, it, 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 it also, it's a very sound, it's haggana, it's our sound, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How, how long did it take you to, to get really like, you know, where you're at right now? And how many hours you practice per day? Like what, what, what you know, tell us like your routine. Yeah, I, I practiced really a lot when I first started because I felt like I was starting at 18 and that was pretty late, you know? I was like, man, like all those people that I, I was like playing with it, like that I looked up to, you know, their oud playing. They've been playing since they were like 11 or something like that. And I was like, you know, I have to make up for lost time. And um, I, I would practice legit like five hours a day, just mm. sit and play and play and play along to songs and, um, you know, practice. Like we're so lucky we have YouTube. Like yeah. there are so many recordings on YouTube. Like I just would sit and put YouTube on and like put songs or whatever and just like go through the list and just like wow. play along with everything and like, really really was the the way that i learned best was from actually from youtube i mean it was great to have the introduction of the makamat and like mm. to know this is where the scale is and like um you know this is how you you pluck and those are like all really good basic things but then after that um just a lot of like listening to music and playing and like i just listen to a lot of music too so but you're like very you're very passionate about it and that's what I, you're very passionate you, you know it looks when you're when you're playing and which is just yeah I'm, I'm really thankful for your time. It was just, you know, uh, a quick chat. I, I really wish to hopefully meet you one day. Um, when this COVID situation gets out, I really want to even invite you. Um, would you be willing to come to the UAE once COVID is, is clear? I'd love to invite you. And um, Okay, since you mentioned hip-hop, I got I to gotta talk to you about hip-hop real quick. Like, who are your favorite rappers? 
Um, do you have a list of rappers that that I'm you know? So, I'm so LA <laughs> with my okay. rap. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I love all the LA rappers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like we definitely like NWA. Uh, mm. You know, we now we listen. I mean, a lot of like Snoop Dogg, of course, yeah, of course. Snoop <laughs> uh, Uncle Snoop. A, a lot of like even like people now like YG. Um, there's mm. a lot of like rappers, you know that. They just there's like this LA. I think it for me so much about the beat because obviously the music, you know, like there's just this West Coast beat in the rap and like that I love. And you know, yeah. it's funny they always use hijaz. It's like such a West Coast thing to use Fact. that hijaz line. Yeah. So I always think like, is that like why I love it so much? I don't know. Oh maybe. man, I got I gotta send you. There's a couple of producers out in Saudi Arabia as well and and the GCC. They are incorporating a lot of um, um, hijaz samples, and I would love to see if maybe you guys can also work together like that. Um, but salute to you. My final question to you is what's the most challenging thing that you've been through so far across all your journey from the beginning till now? Mm. Um, I think the most challenging thing has been definitely, you know, trying to make people respect what you do as an artist you know a lot of times like a lot of things it's tough it's tough as an artist it's been tough you know even through covid but even before that it's tough to when people like they want to say like come on it's for community you know you should do it for free or something like uh -huh. that it's been tough to get people to like respect so, you know you would pay your chef that's cooking you food you would pay the musician that's also you know singing for you so i think that's been like a lot of times a tough thing to have discussions about you know, how, making people understand your price and your value for your art and why that why that's something that that should be respected, you know. Oh, man. Um, God bless you. Like Larissa, this is your handle. Go follow her. Go check her out and definitely go show love and support. Uh, she's dropping these projects very soon. And um, I feel really honored that I had this chat with you. Um, God bless you. Shout out to you. And we'll definitely connect soon. Um, and, and salute to you, sis. Keep doing what, you, what you're doing. Wallahi. Peace and love, you Thank guys. You. Like and subscribe. Set up. I appreciate you. Thank you.